AI Tools for Creators, the podcast that dives deep into creativity aided by artificial intelligence and machine learning. AI cloning technology has uh, revolutionized the world in the last year, uh, but it has also posed some very important questions. So first of all, in the British media, we have a very high case at the moment where the leader of the opposition is supposedly swearing and being really unkind person. And the comeback is is deepfake. So how do we find out what is deepfake? What is real? Can we deconstruct the deepfake and maybe find out along the way whether something is real or is not? Uh, You will find out in today's episode as we are diving deep with our audio expert, Mike Russell, and with myself, Isabella Russell, and we are going to find out what's real. The tablet. I literally told you, didn't I? Say, bloody moron! No, I'm sick of it. No, I'm sick of it. Sick of it. Every single time. Just shut your mouth. So this was obviously posted on X, formerly Twitter at the start of this week, and it caused a bit of a viral trend. Uh, On the first 12 hours of it being alive, it had about 1.3 million views and a bunch of retweets and favourites. So just as Isabella said at the start of this episode, what is real and what is not, and how do we tell the difference? Well, that's it, because this clip has gone viral and a lot of people are very decisively saying, oh, it's deepfake, uh, whereas others are like, no, this is definitely real. And we thought, well, hang on a second. We are in the industry of audio. Mike has over 20 years of experience as an audio producer. Could we put that into some use? Could we maybe take it step by step and see? So how would we find out whether something like this is real or not? And this is bang on our interest as we are talking about AI and have an audio background. So we are like, game on. We are going to find out. So here is my thinking. And I was trying to challenge Mike along the way as he is truly the creative, truly the the kind of brain of how audio works. And I was like, okay, let's just play an investigator here and find out how, how could we deconstruct that. So first of all, my first initial thing was If we were to find out whether this is a real recording or not, our very first attempt should be to recreate something similar. So, uh, Mike, talk us through different AI tools that are available that could give us ability to recreate a famous person's voice. So let's not go any deeper just yet, but let's find out what are the tools. So over to you, because I know you've spent a good few hours trying to get that into a decent space. I have spent hours investigating what is possible. And obviously, this is not illegal to do, but it's highly unethical to do. Um, So I wanted to find out how was something like this made if it is indeed a deep fake? And, uh, you know, most of the media are saying it's a deep fake. But how do you actually know? And could I, as Isabella said, as an audio expert of over 20 years, do the same thing and generate something like this? So, of course, the first thing was to go to my regular AI tools. And the number one voice cloner and generator in the AI world now, without a doubt, is Eleven Labs. So this is the first piece of tech that I turn to. Now, even though you have to tick terms and conditions to say, I'm going to be ethical, I've got permission, 
Anyone can upload anything, and it only takes 30 seconds of audio to create an instant voice clone in Eleven Labs. And it's pretty, pretty, pretty authentic. So that's the first tool that I would go to. Another tool that's kicking about that piqued my interest, and I think we've mentioned it before, uh, is Play. .ht, Playhut. And Playhut is interesting because they have a version 2 coming out soon that can inject emotion into voice clones. Now, I did play with this tool as well, and it generated something interesting, but not quite as good as Eleven Labs. And I had no ability to inject emotion using that tool. I also searched for open source tools. I looked around. There's a repository on GitHub called Tortoise, TTS, uh, which is okay, but it didn't do anything fancy. It just it wasn't as good as Eleven Labs and other tools that are out there that are really, really big, huge tools everyone's using to clone voices at the moment. I also used another tool called XTTS, uh, which is another open source project. Uh, you can use it via Hugging Face, and I'll, I'll post the link if you want to try it out uh, in the notes. Obviously, do try it ethically. And again, it was absolutely trash. It was, it was rubbish. There was nothing convincing coming out of that tool. So open source tools cannot do deep fake as far as I could find out. Um, Playhut could do almost deep fake and Eleven Labs 100% in my opinion could create deep fake audio. That said with a caveat that Eleven Labs obviously being a big and hugely ethical company they've generated an AI uh, clone detector. So you're supposed to be able to upload audio generated by Eleven Labs and it will say yep this is pretty much fake. Or upload real audio and it'll say, yep, this is pretty much real. So I use that and keep listening towards the end of the episode because we had some interesting surprises with that tool uh, during my investigation. So that was where I went. Obviously, I've got a bunch of clips to play you as well, and we can go through those one by one. I also have some geeky audio nerdy stuff that I did, but maybe Isabella will save that for later and you can ask me about that too. All right. So first things first, we have taken the script that is on that specific supposedly deep, deep fake um, audio piece. Uh, we have replaced swearing with forking. <laughs> so <laughs> there is a lot of fork action going on in there. Uh, Yes, uh, so uh, that's the nod to all the fans of the Good Place. If you haven't, <laughs> if you haven't watched it, it's a must on Netflix. How about that? Um, so, what is the very best take you could come up with, Mike? So, before we uh, we went further into trying to recreate the the ambience of the the recording, what kind of voice did you get? So, could you play us the result from Eleven Labs that you came up with that you felt like was the best possible? You're absolutely right, Isabella. Eleven Labs gave me the best possible result. And I think it's important to say at this stage, when you're training AI to clone a voice, what you put in is what you get out. So it's never been truer to say trash in, trash out. If you put uh, an echoey recording in there, you will get an echoey voice clone. If you put a recording on there on a tannoy microphone, say if it's a, a public figure giving a speech, you will get that replicated by the AI. If you put a studio quality recording, you'll get a studio quality recording back. Uh, so the first thing I did was actually I went and found the best quality possible of Keir Stammer. Uh, and we're using Keir Starmer, as a, as a example in this podcast, obviously may not be well known around the world, but here in the UK, Keir Starmer is a very well known uh, character in politics, leader of the opposition. And so, first of all, I found an interview with him on a radio station and fed that in. And of course, I got a high quality replication of his voice, which wasn't perfect for deepfake. Let's have a listen. The forking tablet, fork's sake, 
I literally told you, didn't I? Fork's sake, blooming moron. No, I'm sick of it. No, I'm sick of it. Forking sick of it. Every single time. Just shut your forking mouth. Forking idiot. So uh, what is really important to say as well, that each time you regenerate speech in 11 labs, you will have a different result. And it will sound different if you will put just one sentence at a time versus the whole thing. So you could, somebody could really sit there and, you know, regenerate, regenerate, regenerate to get the perfect takes that glued together kind of come up with that perfect composition. Now, the, the one thing that is extremely hard to get is that incredible emotion and that real anger right like it's like this is quite hard to get so um that's the that's the only the only thing to kind of add to that so is this the very best take you've managed to generate it is not the best take there's more and i'm going to play through a few more of these takes so it's really interesting obviously i wasn't happy with the radio studio version of kier that i trained into 11 labs so i decided to find uh, some audio of him speaking with a little bit of background noise so it's not so clinical and studio because that's definitely not going to work for deep fake when i found that and trained in about three minutes to 11 labs, I started to get responses like this. The forking tablet. Fork's sake. I literally told you, didn't I? Fork's sake. Blooming moron. No, I'm sick of it. No, I'm sick of it. Forking sick of it. Every single time. Just shut your forking mouth. Forking idiot. Okay, that wasn't the best take. So as Isabella said, I went over and over and regenerated a few times. Let's listen to another take. The forking tablet. Fork's sake. I literally told you, didn't I? Fork's sake, blooming moron. No, I'm sick of it. No, I'm sick of it. Forking sick of it. Every single time, it just shut your forking mouth. Forking idiot. And again, a few idiosyncrasies in there, so I generated again. The forking tablet. Fork's sake, I literally told you, didn't I? Fork's sake, blooming moron. No, I'm sick of it. No, I'm sick of it. Forking sick of it. Every single time. Just shut your forking mouth. Forking idiot. And I was getting some issues because I, this was sounding more and more convincing the more I was going along, but it was too quick. It was not natural. It's not Kia, our public figure here, getting in a stress, getting in a bit of anger about something. I was like, it's too quick. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. No, I'm sick of it with no pauses. Obviously, if you were losing it in real life, you wouldn't speak like that. So I put dot, dot, dot and dash in my prompts to try and pause a little bit how he was saying things. And this is what I got. The forking tablet. Fork's sake. I literally told you, didn't I? Fork's sake. Blooming moron. No, I'm sick of it. No, I'm sick of it. Forking sick of it every single time. Just shut your forking mouth. Forking idiot. (laughs) Okay. So you'll see there's a lot of different stuff that I got and I could edit some of that stuff together and attempt to recreate things. Uh, And if you'll come with me into the multi-track of Adobe Audition, you will actually see that I have been creating. For those of you listening... I tracked up the best takes from Eleven Labs and put them into the multi-track of Adobe Audition. Now, to take it one step further, I also fired up Isotope RX and I ran a little uh, Dialog Isolate over it. And when I ran Dialog Isolate, I selected Isolate Noise inside Isotope RX. So what that gave me was just the background noise from the deep fake audio. Let's play it back. So this is just background noise And for the first attempt, I went ahead and I grabbed that background noise. Let's bring that into the mix. And I also brought in a few takes that I was pretty happy with. And I ended up with something that sounded like this. The forking tablet. Fork's sake. I literally told you, didn't I? Fork's sake. 
blooming moron. No, I'm sick of it. No, I'm sick of it. Forking sick of it. Just shut your forking mouth. Forking idiot. Now, to make it sound like a deep fake, I obviously reduced the volume of the generated speech really, really very much. But then I thought, well, you know, it's a little bit glitchy and... I decided to get rid of the background noise that I'd isolated from the deepfake, or potential deepfake, as it said we can't tell, so we don't know, and I I just brought in like a little bit of stock audio of people talking at a, a conference and put that in the background, and I isolated what I thought were maybe better takes from my AI voice clone, and I came up with something like this. The forking tablet. Fork's sake. I literally told you, didn't I? Fork's sake. Blooming moron. No, I'm sick of it. No, I'm sick of it. Forking sick of it every single time. Just shut your forking mouth. Forking idiot. So can we play now once again the original because obviously we've heard a lot of the the, the real deep fakes uh, so can we play the original the OG of that questionable clip the f-ing tablet f-ing sake i literally told you didn't i f-ing sake not even more no i'm sick of it no i'm sick of it Sick of it. Every single Just shut your mouth. So this is getting hard, right? Because you, you know, you, we've listened to quite a few fake, um, deep fake generated takes, and then we listen to this, and the line is really thin. I think it's really, really thin. So there is one more thing you have done, and you've taken the uh, the OG, let's call it the OG, and you have run it through like uh, as many restorative tools as you could put your hands on. You've tried to see, okay, if I was to reduce the background noise what could I get out of it and there was one particular thing that was quite interesting in there um, so I will hand it over to you absolutely so I'm going to show you some of the noise restoration tools I also just wanted to give you an example of another AI voice cloner that you could use for audio or voice deep fake uh, as I alluded to earlier I used Playhut, and I just wanted to give you the example I generated again with three or four minutes of uh, Keir's voice I managed to generate something that I felt wasn't as good as a Labs. The forking tablet. Fork's sake. I literally told you, didn't I? Fork's sake. Blooming moron. No, I'm sick of it. No, I'm sick of it. Forking sick of it. Every single time. Just shut your forking mouth. Forking idiot. I don't think anyone's going to be convinced by that, right? No, no. I mean, that's the thing, though. It's like if somebody really wanted to make this, they could go to different tools and have different takes for different things. And also because the audio is so uh, degraded, it's like it actually doesn't matter whether it's, you know, as you said, it can't be perfect because then the result will be almost too perfect, right? So, but let's have a look at those restoration tools that you've used and what did you get out of it on the other end that maybe gives us some further clues. Absolutely. So is it deep fake? Is it not? Uh, well, I did obviously play with audio restoration tools and I specifically wanted to look at spectral frequency, which for those of you not in audio, it's an analysis of all the frequencies in the recorded audio. So you can usually see where the voice sits, you can see background noise, and you can see here I'm 
sitting in Isotope RX right now, or at least you can you can hear me describe it if you're listening to the podcast. If you're watching the video version, you'll actually see Isotope RX on your screen. Uh, and it basically shows you a breakdown of all the frequencies. And when I removed the voice, you could see patches in the spectral frequency display where the voice sat. Now, if I restore the voice... This is from the original uh, recording that was shared virally online. You'll see that immediately patches appear back in the spectral frequency. I can also use a tool such as Dialog Isolate, and there's a number of presets where I can go, okay, let's go and do a general dialog cleanup. So let's listen to what that does if we do a general dialog cleanup somewhere here. I literally told you, didn't I? So you hear, I literally told you, didn't I? Uh, that's quite an interesting dialogue cleanup. We can we can try and do that again, maybe with another tool, so we can increase intelligibility. Let's play again. I literally told you, didn't I? It's not really giving us anything new. Uh, there, there isn't really anything new. There isn't anything that we are like, oh, you know, could there be something interesting in there that would definitely give us a nod one way or another? Now, I would be interested to know... Before we will play the 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 kind of isolated the vocals isolated uh, clip that you um, generated that I think is quite interesting. Um, so you've mentioned at the start that Eleven Labs gives us ability to determine whether something has been created in there or not, right? So you have created the clip. And then you run it through 11 labs as it was. And it said, yes, we are 97% sure that this is indeed created in 11 labs. But what has happened when you have added all the tools? Um, so the, the noise, you know, the background noise, when you added all of that and run 11 labs again, what has happened then? That's a really interesting question to ask. Uh, so to explain exactly what uh, Isabel is alluding to there. 11 Labs being the biggest uh, voice cloning tool out there right now has the ability, the ethical ability to upload audio and it will basically tell you if it's AI generated or not. Similar to GPT-0 and things like that, when ChatGPT became a thing and everyone was trying to do their homework using ChatGPT, uh, tools started to appear online saying, well, uh, we think we can detect this is, you know, 98% AI generated or, you know, 5% human generated and, and give a breakdown like that. So a tool like that from 11 Labs exists to detect uh, AI generated tools, sorry, AI generated audio with their tool. And I will stress it's with their tool. I generated uh, clones of Kier's voice with other tools, uploaded them, and it said, I reckon this is human. So it only generate, it only knows 11 Labs generated uh, audio. So I'll preface by saying that. So the first thing I use this tool for is I got the virally shared clip, the original clip, uploaded that just to see if anything came back and it said no this is 98% real human voice so if you took just that tool on what it can do you'd be like well that viral clip of Keir Starmer is real then but it's it can't be said for certain because this tool is very specific so then I went ahead and I generated a clean clone of Keir's voice from 11 Labs, uploaded that file straight away, said, is this real or fake? It was like 98% certain this is generated by us. This is this is fake. I was like, okay. So then I went in and did a few of my deep fake techniques by mixing in background noise and adding some EQ just to roll off bass and treble so that it sounded like it was recorded on the go via an iPhone microphone or something, re-uploaded it to that tool, Bear in mind that it was still their generated voice, but it was mixed in with a lot of background noise and EQ shaping, and it came up and said, this is 98% real. Yeah, so 
what I was going to um, suggest we do next is obviously you have removed all the background noise and we have some interesting results, but have we uploaded a sample to Eleven Labs after we removed the noise from the OG of the clips? So I'll let you come to your own conclusions by listening to this clip. I took the original virally shared uh, clip online and I ran it into Adobe Premiere Pro Beta. It has what I would say is the best uh, speech isolation and noise reduction tool available. It's called Enhanced Speech. So I pulled this clip in the clip that was shared online. And then I clicked Enhance Speech and I turned the mix amount up to 70%. So we basically had 70% enhancement and 30% of the original clip in what I'm about to play you. And the idea of this tool, and it is an AI-trained tool, is it tries to get rid of all background noise and only retain anything that is speech. And one thing that I'll say before I play you this clip that's very interesting that came out of Premiere Pro Beta is when I was looking at this clip online and looking at some of the dialogues on X and other places, people were saying, well, isn't it interesting? It sounds like he's talking to someone and he's telling them to shut their mouth. So you would expect there to be secondary dialogue of someone who's being spoken to, you know, answering back and being told to shut their mouth, right? But we didn't hear any of that in the original viral clip. I ran it through enhanced speech and this is what came back. No. The f tablet. Literally. I'd literally told you, didn't I? Sake. Shine of the hours. You have to do more than. No, I'm sick of it. No, I'm sick of it. Sick of it. Every soon. Just shut your mouth. So there is evidently like something in the background as in like somebody attempting to speak. It's very digitalized. So like you can't really make up what it is. There is definitely something in there. And this is the interesting part. Now, from the audio recording perspective, okay, in order... So we are assuming here that there is somebody who's recording this thing, right? But it would have to be somebody who's either standing right next to... Uh, Keith Stammer, or it's the person who he's talking to. But if it was the person he's talking to, we would have more of that conversation on the recording. So that's not a, an option, right? So there is a third person who's very close to Keith Stammer, but far away from the respondent, assumingly, right? So, so you see, it's like if you wanted to kind of investigate it further, you would almost need to try and find out more about where is that recording supposedly taken place who's recorded it like you know was you know where did that come from uh because it's evident that it definitely was not the person who he was talking to and i think that that's the key it's very very interesting to try and piece those things together but interesting the glitches and the digital artifacts now you did mention isabella that it sounded digital and glitchy and strange that's not because of the fact that it is broken down into like an AI-generated voice. It is simply the AI in Premiere Pro Beta reconstructing the voice. And that's the way that tool works. It actually takes it and tries to digitally reconstruct the voice. So that would explain the digital glitching. But you wanted to know what would happen. I've got Eleven Labs AI speech classifier in front of me. Now that I've isolated as much as I can and mixed down that audio uh, from Premiere Pro Beta with speech enhancement on, I'm going to put detect synthesize speech and upload that to 11 labs and it says it's 
2%. Very unlikely that the audio was generated by Eleven Labs or manipulated. So there you go. Mm, so there you go. So it's obviously, as you say, it's not a definite answer. And um, I think that it's it's such a controversial topic. And this is a very first of many cases we are going to have where people will want to find out, is this for real? Is this a deep fake? And the line is thin because it's it's so close to being perfect that it's almost impossible to tell whether it's real or not. And I think that's a scary, scary thing about AI because you could be like, what what if this was to be used as an evidence in a, a murder case, right? For example, where somebody says something and... You know, how, how would you be able to make judgment on something like that? You can't. So it's like it almost AI is taking away our ability to give genuinity to our own voice, which I think it's scary, you know, and it's like there will have to be something more done to in all of those tools to kind of stop that from happening because you know this is genuinely scary so conclusion wise i think on my part i i'm thinking that the emotion is the the one thing to look at like how much emotion is in the recording because ai has limits and i think that this is important to highlight ai still has limits on how emotion how much emotion can be given into anything it says that's one uh, two, I think um, potentially also looking at, um, so when we work with AI voice, generated voice, which we do for a lot of our audio production uh, bits, because we, we sell AI voices on our website. Uh, one thing that our producers have reported over and over and over is that traditional uh, noise restoration tools don't act in the same way on AI-generated voice as they would on a human voice. There, there is definitely a difference. So you would expect almost like a, a funky results in some way back from that. So it's like, you know, that could be a little hint too. Um, is there anything else you wanted to add to that, Mike? Like what, what kind of, you know, from your real audio pro perspective... Where do you sit with that? I think closing thoughts on this really are the fact that, yes, I believe it is possible to make a deep fake that sounds exactly like someone or a public figure uh, saying something they shouldn't and no one would be any the wiser. And I think that we don't have advanced enough tools to be able to tell us if something that's generated is fake or not. If you can upload something that's cleanly generated by an AI voice cloner uh, or deep fake voice generator, and it will say, yes, 98% sure we made this. And then you can add a bit of background noise and some EQ shaping. And it's like, hmm... 98% sure that's human, uh, then we definitely stand in a world where stuff can be created and no one can be any the wiser. Like, that's scary. I'm really genuinely frightened by this. So, you know, it's like I was really hoping that we will be able to really deconstruct it and have a definite answer, but that is not the case. And I think that that's part of the conversation that should genuinely continue. Um, let us know in your opinion in the comments below. Do you think this is fake? Do you think this is real? Uh, do you have any additional tools you would use in conducting uh, investigation like this? Um, and before anything else, make sure 
sure to subscribe to this podcast, whether you are watching on YouTube, listening in your favorite podcast app, follow, subscribe, uh, give us a like. Uh, we would really appreciate that. AI Tools for Creators, where technology and creativity merge. merge. It's like having a creative partner that never sleeps. Subscribe now, wherever you get your podcasts.